party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I'm joined by Brandon Leon Gambetta from Stop Hack and Roll for a Game of Dungeon World by Sage Latora and Adam Koble. Dungeon World is one of my favorite games ever. It's an apocalypse world hack designed to emulate dungeon crawling fantasy games. It's super cool. I could rant and rave about it all day, but I'm just going to be a rambling mess. It's a game that I love, but it's also, oddly enough, not a game I ever thought I'd play on the show because it's very... There's a lot of intergroup social mechanics in the game that I did not think would translate to a two-player game. However, because of Stop, Hack, and Roll, I figured we would find a way to hack it. You see, Stop, Hack, and Roll is a podcast about hacking games. It's a, a game, a podcast about how every person playing a game is a game designer and how every game you play is modified in some way. So it's kind of exploring gaming in different circumstances. You know, gaming in weird places. Technology at the table. Playing with two players. Hint, hint. It's a really cool show. You can find a link to that in the show notes. But because it's about hacking, I figured we wanted to find a way to play a game I didn't think we'd be able to play otherwise. And because their first episode was about playing Dungeons & Dragons without a Game Master, I figured this was the perfect choice. So how did we do it? Simple. We turned to you. You see, a few weeks ago, I put out a Google form and asked people on Twitter, Facebook, to put forward a submission of a dungeon room. Just one room in a massive, sprawling dungeon. We got a ton of cool suggestions. So then we turned that form into a table, and every time we entered a room, we rolled on that table using a random number generator. From there, we split GM duties with each player GMing for the other player. So when Brandon takes a turn, I would describe any GM actions he had, I, I, he had to take, and vice versa. It worked surprisingly well, and I'm really happy with it, and I think that you're going to enjoy the episode. Now, speaking of dungeon ideas, we, when I say I got, we got good ideas, I mean we got 27 amazing responses from a bunch of amazing people Thank at the end of the show. These responses were so amazing that I need to share them. So you can find them in the show notes, the spreadsheet of all these dungeon rooms that people submitted. They're super cool. I recommend you take some time and check them all out. Now, because that wasn't enough hacking for us, we're both using homebrew classes. Uh, I'm using one that I designed called The Visitor, which is the person from our world trapped in a fantasy world, a la Magic Tavern or Army of Darkness. And Brandon is using a class that he built using a supplement called Class Warfare, which allows you to sort of pick and choose class features from different, like, subtypes to build your own custom class. It's a super cool book. He designed a really cool Mouse Warrior class that I think you're going to enjoy listening to. You can check out information on both of those in the show notes. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, my guest is Brandon Leon Gambetta. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I've been looking forward to getting on Party of One for a while. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I've been looking forward to having you on the show for so long now. And so, up top, why don't you introduce yourself, talk about what you've got going on, where people might know you from, where people should know you from, that sort of thing. 
Sure thing. Uh, I'm Brandon. I'm uh, from Stop, Hack, and Roll, which is a podcast that I do with uh, my good friend James Malloy. Uh, Stop, Hack, and Roll is a podcast about hacking, modifying, and reworking games to create the experience you want at the table. It's like an extended love letter to our favorite games and genres, a place we can dive in and really immerse ourselves in the grid of game design. And like, really, our big thing is that we think everyone who plays games is a game designer, and we come at hacking with that philosophy very much in mind. Yeah, and that's I've noticed that as well, because like... I play all these games with two players, and and it probably wasn't until talking to you and listening to Stop, Hack, and Roll that I would consider what I what I do with games that are designed for three people to be a sort of game design, because I was always just like, I'm just making it work. But, like, that's fundamentally a, sor- a form of game design, is taking a thing and saying, how can I make this work in a different format? Absolutely. Like, these games are, a lot of these games, even the one we're sitting down to play right now, are designed with a table of people in mind, and playing it with two is 100% hacking that game to make it work for what you need. So, let's dive into the game. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm excited too. We are playing Dungeon World this week. Um, We have hacked it to make it work with two players, taking a cue from the first episode of Stop, Hack, and Roll. Um, Yeah, so why don't we just dive right in, introduce our characters, and then we'll dive into the situation. Sounds great to me. Do you want to start out, or should I? I'll go first. I'm playing Randy Hogg. Friends call me the Warthog. I am from outside of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. You know, out in real, out in the country, out in, out in real America. I, um... See, here's my problem, is that uh, I was out driving with the boys one day, and we kind of, we, we fell into like a, well, I guess it was like a mudslide or something happened, and I found myself in a fantasy world. I'm not really sure how I got here, but I'm kind of into it because it's it's a lot like a Pink Floyd album, and it's like I'm the Pink, I'm Pink Floyd. I don't think as a person, but like I, I imagine like if I could change my name, I would make my name like Pink Floyd. So I'm pretty excited about that. Fantastic. Randy is about like five foot eleven. He's a, a little like skinny, flabby, and he's got like. <laughs> a mechanics outfit on, but he's got the shirt open and an undershirt underneath and a baseball cap. And he's just real excited. He's real happy to be here. Amazing. And I am Sir Darian Alton Stewart. Uh, I am standing uh, at four inches tall, a rather large mouse, but a mouse nonetheless, with a brown fur with a little tuff under the throat and a very carefully taken care of mustache, leather belt, rapier tucked through, and a fabulous hat with a massive feather sticking out of it, likely from a sparrow. It's dog and mouse! How cool is that? Uh, it's great. I like it here. Uh, so the way I figure is that probably uh, Sir Darian and Randy met each other soon after Randy came through the uh, portal. Yeah, actually, because um, we haven't filled in bonds yet, and actually, yes. I, that's actually the exact bond that I was going to go for. Oh, perfect. I have two bonds that I was going to fill in for for Darian, which was Darian took me in when I first showed up. I owe him. And also, he's the kind of person you read about in fairy tales. I wonder what he's hiding. That's awesome. And so this is from the playbook that you wrote yourself. Yes, this is actually, I've got a, this is a custom playbook that I'm using called The Visitor that I designed a few weeks ago. That is the person from our world that has fallen through a portal and is now making their way through a fantasy world. And I used the excellent uh, class warfare system to stick together several different pieces of classes to make uh, make my little mouse. But I might be writing it into a playbook at some point afterwards. Uh, so I don't actually have bonds written out for this, but I think one that could make quite a bit of sense is 
Randy saved you in a time of need and is now your boon companion. You shall pay them back. I think that works perfectly. I think what happened, if I, if if I can fill it in, yeah, I'm at. I think what probably ha- like what I what I'd like to have happened because uh, one of the things about the visitor is they have a piece of or they have some earth stuff, and I I think Randy's got like uh he's got like a revolver because I can choose a gun, a car, or a smartphone, and I like the idea that Randy as like an out as like an outdoorsman type has a, has like a gun. Great, but I but so I think. What had happened was, because he came through this portal in a car, he probably hit someone, he probably hit something with the car that was, like, fighting Sir Derry. Perfect. That's fantastic. And and I'm picturing that it's definitely something too large for Sir Darian to be fighting. Yeah, it was probably, probably not a dragon, like, so something, like, mundane, maybe, like, <laughs> maybe, like, a bullet. Or a Gorilon, or one of those, like, real Gygax things, and yeah. he just hits it with the car, and the car is messed up, and Randy's real upset, because that car was nice, and he spent a lot of, it wasn't really nice, but he spent a lot of time on it. Right, he's been working on it for the past, uh, for the past X number of years. Yeah, and, but, like, once he pieced together what had happened, he thinks it's pretty cool. <laughs> Fantastic. So... We're actually going to be then fast-forwarding a little bit after yes. their relationship. Yes. They've been adventuring together for a while. Or they've been, like, living together. They've been doing a little bit of adventuring, but they've been hanging out for a while. Yeah. Uh, and gathering information related to getting Randy home, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I think that... And when our story begins, we find ourselves... Uh, we've, we've chased down a lead... We think that we've got it. We think that we know the way to get home. And we've chased it down to the abandoned, derelict remains of, like, the keep of a band of adventurers. Like the Fantasy Justice League Call of Justice. Great. We were pushed that way by uh, Aldurm, the wizard, who gave us directions. Yeah. After some convincing. And by convincing, I, I mean, I gave him, like, we... I gave him, uh... Like, we, we split a, a five-pack of Miller High Life, because it's champagne Great. of beers. Which is why I have one bottle of Earth Booze left in my... Well, I have... It says I have a bottle of Earth Wine, but I'm going to say that I have three cans of High Life left. That feels like the right conversion for that. Because I have three uses, so I have three cans of High Life, so we split some Miller High Life... Great. He helped us. He he pointed us in the direction of where we were going. And now we stand here at this um, sort of a temple, fort, castle, keep kind of deal. Yes, and who knows what things could be inside. Yeah. So the way this is going to work is that we're just going to sort of hand off uh, DM duties. GM duties, rather. We're going to hand off GM duties and sort of play our character and GM and sort of, like, swap back and forth between roles. Yeah, and if if you come up with something cool while I'm GMing, you can shout it out, and if I come up with something cool while you're GMing, yeah. you shout it out. Uh, and we'll see how this works. We James and I, when we talked about this, were picturing, again, a table of four or five people. Mm-hmm. But we're exceptional people. So yeah. we'll just pull the load of two or three each. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, Randy the hog, Randy the warthog hog is, 
worth an entire adventuring party on his own, as is Sir Darien the Mouse Warrior. So between the two of them, that's like an eight-person party. Sir Darien is the equal of any three mice. They call me the Warthog, because I'm like a <laughs> Warthog. And a Warthog is as strong as at least three men. I saw that on Animal Planet one time. Animal Planet? Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, don't worry about it. It's... Alright, so, uh, do you want to generate first, or shall I? Yeah, yeah, I think that we'll start with, like, a basic room, not on... We have a table of crowdsourced suggestions that we will give some people some shout-outs and go through some things, but I kind of wanted to start with, like, a basic room just to kind of explore things and sort of build up the, the, the back-and-forth rhythm a little bit. Absolutely. So I think we're in, like, a grand foyer, and there are some some of those big, tall, like, 15, 20-foot statues of, like, warriors with swords. And one of them has been toppled over and is, like, crushed into the wall. And there's a hallway before us. Yeah, and they're very high fantasy. Like, it's not, yeah. like, six knights. It's, like, a knight and someone who, who has, like, two heads... And uh, a third fellow who's definitely a wizard, and he's he's got all sorts of shiny things on him. Yeah, and there are fireballs, like, swirling around him, carved in glass. Absolutely. And uh, there's, a, there's a dog, is one of them, uh, standing on his hind legs, uh, with, like, a big club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think what I'd like to do, right off the bat, as we're, like, looking around this room, and Randy is sort of taking it all in... And he looks like a kid in a candy store. Like his mouth is wide and he's like, wow, look at that. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So I think I'm going to roll discern realities. Great. As we like poke around this room. So that's going to be plus wisdom. I got a four. Great. <laughs> so, Brandon, what happens? Make me a GM move right now. Uh, so at that moment, uh, you're, you're starting to look around. Randy's starting to look around. And he approaches one of the statues, and his hand goes up. Which statue is it? I'm going to say it's the dog with a club. Okay, Because yeah. Randy has started to be like, man, I had a dog back home, and I tried to get it to walk on its hind legs, and it did not want to walk on its hind legs. Yeah, so Randy's going up ready to, like, pet its head and yeah. just be affectionate towards this thing. And as he does so, uh, the club just swings down towards his head. Uh, right. I think you should probably defy danger. Yeah, I'm going to defy danger. Or take the hit. No, I'm going to defy danger. And try to get out of there. I'm going to just like, tuck and roll, baby. Tuck and roll. Got a four. Great. Just swap out these dice. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm figuring that's probably a D6 for damage. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think we can justify much other than Randy getting hit. Yep, that one was a five. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, Doing good. So the club swings down and just knocks Randy on the side of the head and sends him, like, knocked to the ground. Because he's also trying to duck and roll. Uh, and Sir Darien is quickly at his side with sword up and sa saying very quickly, Be careful. Not all is what it seems. Yeah, I got that. It hit me. I, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm taking it out on you, I'm not, I'm projecting, and I shouldn't be doing that, and I apologize. It's quite alright, my dear friend. And he puts his rapier back away, and then takes it back out again, thinking better of it. But we should be careful. 
There yep. are surely mysteries in here that could doom and frighten us all. Heck yeah. All right, let's do this. And I think that uh, Randy pulls out his gun and, like, starts, like, real obnoxiously, like, by walking down this hallway. Like, doing, like, an occasional roll or spin, trying to look cool, trying to look cooler and tougher than he is. And Serdarian is definitely doing the same thing, with his, his cloak pulled over one arm, sweeping it aside, and being very oh. careful. <laughs> These precious dorks! <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> Serdarian is just the fantasy version of Randy. <laughs> this is killing me. Yeah, so they come <laughs> They come to a door, and describe, describe to me this door. The door is, it's primarily wood, but okay. it has steel bands across it. Uh, there is a place where it once latched, but at this point, the latch has just uh, rusted through. This yeah. uh, this place has been abandoned for quite a long time. So, Randy pulls out his... He has a wooden shield that is from, like, the side of a barrel. That okay. he's just sort of, like, awk, like that he's just, like, hacked with a hatchet and turned into what he calls a shield. So he takes that, he, like, pulls that from his back, and he preps himself, and he, like, rams through the door, like, knocking it aside to, like, get into the room. Whether or not the door actually opened, that's the plan. <laughs> Alright, sounds great. Uh, do we think that's a Defy Danger, or... You know what? No, this is an old, busted-up, rusted, rotted I wood door. I think he just bursts through Randy it. just yeah. bursts right through, no question. Do you want me to roll, or would you like to roll? Um, for I'll, our I'll next go, room. I'll, I'll roll for it. Yeah, sounds do good. Do we want to do? Do we want to? Yeah. Well, so I've got a a num random jump number generator from one to twenty-seven, which is the number of rooms that we've got. So I'm gonna pull up a number. Two. What do we got? Fantastic. Two, which is from our friend Taylor Labresh at Leviathan Files on Twitter. And Riverhouse is, Games. Uh, and Riverhouse Games. Yes, the Riverhouse Games podcast. Uh, the room is the room of compliments. <laughs> So we walk in. Uh, it is an, a wide open room. There's a large chest in the middle of the room. Mood music begins to play all around us. I imagine the room looks very nice and is very ornate as like, and this chest is like the centerpiece of it. I'm picturing a metal chest. Oh yeah, definitely. Carved designs around it. It is locked with a massive padlock. On the padlock is inscribed, the key to unlocking this chest is the key to unlocking your heart. Randy is, like, staring at this and just sort of, like, kicks it and then hurts his toe. He's like, ow. Uh, Sir Darian promptly walks up and says, Hold, friend, let me read the inscription. And he makes, like, a big deal of leaning in to read the inscription. He reads it very slowly. He's not a very good reader. Uh, and then he says, Cheese. Hold up. I have cheese here. And he starts looking into his, his pack and takes some cheese and kind of mashes it against the lock. Uh, it does not seem to be working. Blast! We are foiled. Uh, he, he tries to scrape off the cheese and ends up with cheese, like, all over his hands. Oh. And, and starts, like, there. eating the cheese with, like, a slightly, like, ashamed look on his face. Kind of, kind of doing, like, you know, like, the dog in trouble look? Mm-hmm. That they're trying not to look at you, but they're still definitely eating the thing. That. I am going to... Randy is going to... I am going... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question. 
I have a question for you about... Well, no, actually, I have I have a move for this. Okay. I haven't actually read what the room is, which I think is what we're trying to do, right? One of us is going to read the room and the other is going to not? Yeah. Well, I haven't read okay. all of it because the room... Because Taylor included a note that says, Jeff and Brandon, stop reading. You have to open the chest to keep reading. So there's something <laughs> in the other side of this that I don't know what it is. Amazing. But I am going to... Randy, like, cracks his knuckles, and he's like, you know, I used to, uh, I'm not proud of it, but I used to crack a few locks in my day. Like, you know, we got, we broke into a few, pl- I, didn't, I wouldn't say broke in, they had, I, I got in. And I'm gonna roll. It's a living. When you apply the skills learned in your old life to a strange new situation. I got a seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so the way, I get to tell you how my skills come in handy. And then I'm going to give you a list, and you choose two of the two conditions. Okay. The way this comes in handy is that I know how to break a lock. Okay. I know how to... I know how to get in... I know how to get into the thing. So I, 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 I'm going to be able to break this lock. Now, right. now you Now you choose two of the following conditions. Difficult. Dangerous. Suspicious. Controversial. Costly. And embarrassing. It's definitely going to be embarrassing. All right. And I think suspicious. Okay. Feels nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Randy, no. No, no. I know exactly how he does it that is both suspicious and embarrassing. Okay. What he does is he spends some time, like, fiddling with it, real professional-like, and... He just doesn't get it. It just doesn't happen. And that's the embarrassing part, is it just doesn't work. Like, whatever he does, it's just like... And then he, like, he's like, Hey, Darian, buddy. You're gonna want to take a step back and cover your ears. And he just cold shoots that lock open. I... It just occurred to me, looking at the room name, that that might not work. Well, here's the thing. It it act, uh, having read the rest of the room description, it does. But, it does. But okay. there's a but. Okay. So he just cold shoots the lock. The ringing of the gunfire rings throughout the uh, throughout the like the the, the temple. Okay. Throughout <laughs> the keep. So it is suspicious because anybody in this temple, no, anybody in this dungeon knows that we're here. There's no question now. Yeah, we're here, and Randy is fine with that. He's like, eh, I got it opened. Good so shot, he, Randy. So he um, he pulls open the chest, and it is empty, <laughs> except for a small letter. And Randy is just done. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm not. This sucks. Get, get me out of here." <laughs> so what does Sir Darian do? So Darian, so Sir Darian, uh, climbs up into the chest, and grabs onto the letter and and does some reading of it. Uh, and I'm going to actually spout lore. Okay. Which is... Oh, what's my intelligence? Uh, gotta find it. Oh, it's plus one! Thank God! That brings it to a seven. So on a seven to nine, the GM will only tell you something interesting. It's on you to make it useful. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> can you tell me something interesting about this room? This room of compliments? Yeah. Uh, well, you, you look at the note, and it says the true treasure is that gained by unlocking this chest. <laughs> Great. 
Uh, wait, wait, oh, no, it actually also says the second sentence, which is, also there's a trap door under this chest with, like, a shit ton of gold. So the interesting thing is that we know what's on that letter, and we know that if we can get to this gold, if we can get to this trap door, there's a bunch of gold under there. So Sir Darian climbs back out of the chest, which takes a bit of time, and he's panting a little bit at this point. He says, oh, oh there's a, a lesson of some sort that we were supposed to learn, and I'm fairly certain that we haven't. And under the chest, there's some gold, which uh, I can't seem to... And he starts trying to, like, get underneath the chest, but he's not going to be able to get under there. Okay, yeah. Too tight a squeeze. And I think Randy, like, tries to push the chest, and it will not move, because it is magically enchanted not to move. Yeah, I think we definitely are just not characters that would have it in them to figure out <laughs> The challenge well, gonna, that they have put I'm in front gonna of them. roll defy danger. Okay. To see if I can't with like intelligence. Okay. To figure it out. To see if I can't crack it, like crack all of this. Okay. I got a, I got a six. So make a move, and Randy just, I shot it. I figured so, that. Would, I mean, so I don't care anymore. You're pushing at it, and you're trying to figure it out, and you're thinking all, like, real hard. And then there's a click. And for a moment, Randy and Sir Darian both look up with delighted looks on their faces. And then the room just tilts. And we're tumbling down, falling uh, down this now wooden... I mean, I'm sorry, down this now stone incline towards an exit door that gets us away from this room. Aww. We're, we're not going to be able to discover the use of friendship. Yeah, so we, we tumble we tumble down. We have failed the room of compliments. <laughs> Our just awful fantasy dorks. Just not good enough. Just not good enough. Alright, and I'm rolling the next room. Uh, this is from uh, Omnipotent Bagel. Uh, so we are th rolling through this. Oh, actually, I can't I can't fall I can't fall down. I never lose my balance. Oh. Um so you're tumbling, I'm just kind of sliding. Gracefully, you're gracefully <laughs> dancing and this is you're having a blast. This is yeah, great, this is great for you. Yeehaw. As as my friend Randy would say, Sue we <laughs> uh, uh I'm not calling this a suey moment. Ah! <laughs> and he's just tumbling. Uh and so we go slamming through this rotted wooden door and tumble into a room that is thankfully flat. Uh there is a table in the middle with six chairs at it, four of which are filled with goblins. They stand up quickly when the people crash through. And then there's a little bit of uh, of laughter from them, and they say, Hey, come on, come on over here, come sit down, have yourself a drink, have some food. And they've got a table set out for them. Alright, so, first things first, uh, when I encounter a new type of inhuman creature, I may ask the GM one question. Great. So I'm going to ask how, I'm going to ask this as Randy are these like when, when we're talking goblins? Are these like, like uh, Tolkien, like Pink Floyd goblins? Or are these like Wow goblins, where they're all like gadgety? Or are these like little, little rat folk goblins? <laughs> uh, 
Sir Darian immediately asks, What? Uh, so these are, these are yeah, definitely- Randy, Randy absolutely asks, are y'all like wow goblins, or are y'all like Tolkien goblins? There's, there's a little bit of, of looking around, and, the, and they, they, they consult briefly with each other, and then, having made a decision, they nod and say, we're like Tolkien goblins. But Brand. for some reason, we're like from Brooklyn or something, because Brandon's not great at goblin voices. Alright, that makes sense. Yeah, because I, you know, I I kind of, I was kind of hoping because, like, I played WoW for a month and, like, I just didn't really, it wasn't really my thing. But, like, I really like Pink Floyd and I really like Tolkien. WoW Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd is a god from his land. He is of the faith of the Pink Floyd. Yeah. God's rock. Woo! Uh, and Sir Darian at this point uh, comes aside and grabs onto uh, the leg of Randy's pants and gives him a tug. His jeans, I presume. Uh, and gives them a tug to get him to get down on his level. What's up, buddy? We must make a decision on how we approach these goblins. They are acting strange. I've never known goblins to be this friendly. The goblins do their very best to not be interrupting. Here's what, here's what you need to know about me and about, about the warthog. I know that I may have the look of a mighty noble hero, but I, from where I am from, I sort of hang with people from more low places. There is a, there's a, a, a song from where I come called I've Got Friends in Low Places. And that really, I felt, speaks to me. Is it a hymn or a ballad? Uh, I do not know. Very well. But it is about how I've got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. I see. <laughs> Such strange words from your world. Yeah, there's a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom in my world. So I'm going to see what they want. I want to see, uh, I, I want to see what they know. Because these are kind of my people. Okay, so so you're going to sit down and just have some food with them? Yeah, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down with them, I'm going to join the, t I'm going to sit down at the table, have some food, and I'm going to show kindness to a magical or inhuman being. First I have to ask, what are they eating? Oh, they're eating something gross. They are eating, oh no, oh no, 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 this is not good. They're definitely eating rat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, this is going to be a bad moment for everyone involved. So, yeah, so they, they've got rat, they've got rat grilled up a couple of different ways. Um, they've got it, it looks like they've spiced it a little bit. Sir Darian gets up and for a moment is aghast. Uh, and then simply he looks to you with kind of a, you owe me for this, look, and says, I shall partake of my berries and cheese, thank you very much. But he sits down and is... Like, he's seated on top of the table, needless to say. Randy is Randy is mortified because he understands what an awkward situation this is. But he's just going to be like, yeah, all right, fellas, what's uh, what's what, what's the what's the scoop? What's the haps? And I'm going to roll a charisma roll. Sounds good. I got a nine. OK, so they will remember my kindness and pay it back when I call upon them later. But they will not risk personal harm to do so. But they will ask a favor. OK. So I can ask something of them, and they will ask something of me in return. Sure thing. Let me give you a little bit of what they're saying first. So there's like a sure. little bit of idle chit-chat. There's some discussion of Pink Floyd, and uh, 
the also of the goblin god, uh, Nabuto. And then the goblins say, We've been trapped down in these tunnels for quite a while. We, uh, came down here, went down the, the, that incline room that you just came out of, and kind of been stuck down here ever since. So could y'all figure that out? Because, like, they said there was a, a, a shit ton of gold under there. We, we tried picking it up, we tried pushing it, uh, we did all kinds of things. Uh, I'm real frustrated. I just, I tried shooting it, and it did nothing. Once, once we got out of the room, it occurred to us, uh, obviously that we had to be nice to each other, but we were all kind of tense. We'd been stuck in here for quite a while. Oh, cause it's the room of compliment. Darian, there is the room of yes. compliments, so it's, it, yeah, okay. No, yep. Oh, that's... how did we not figure that one out? Oh, that's, that's troubling. That's tr- we should have figured that one out. Hans, hindsight's twenty twenty, you know. We felt the same way about that <laughs> one. <laughs> so, but listen, uh, I've got we've got this we've got kind of a partial map that we've been putting together on one of these napkins. Uh, we found the kitchen. It's just it's just down in there. Uh, oh, excellent. Went through most of the supplies already. But, uh, here, here's this map, uh, and I figure that this map allows us to roll, there's, there isn't a specific custom move in this, but, uh, I'm gonna say that once after a brief read-through, uh, of the room descriptions, mm-hmm. you can choose to roll again and okay. take the second room. Okay. Uh, in case we see something and we're like, oh, we are going to die in that room. Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh. Could you fellows uh, do us a favor? Uh, yeah, what do you need? All right, well, we got a friend of ours. Uh, his name's uh, Smaring. He's, uh, you know, about three foot four. Looks like a goblin. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, a goblin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you find him, if you could bring him to us and then show us the way out, we'd be very much obliged. I think I could do that, um... Yeah, I think I think we could. I think Darian think we could do that. A worthy quest. We shall find their smarang and bring him here. Hold on, her, I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna write that down, and I write down on the on the map, smarag, <laughs> and I like underline it. Yes, write that we should bring him back. I bring it. I write it, and we I, I draw a note. All right, we'll find we'll find her. We'll take her back. It's yeah. We'll, I got this. Y'all got the warthog on your side now. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll stay here, just kind of like, you know, hold down the fort and everything. It'll be great. Alright, yeah, but, uh, what, what, what I, what I, could I ask y'all a favor? Yeah, yeah, of course. If y'all could, while we're working on this, poke around the kitchen and just the, the rooms around, see if y'all can find maybe some rope and some, some stuff that maybe we could fashion into some climbing gear, because if we don't find a way out, I'd like to try to climb back up there and get that gold, because now that we know what's compliments, that seems obvious. I have some rope, and uh, Sir Darian takes out um, some thread. Uh, it's on a spool and everything. It's uh, the very end uh, of a spool of thread. It's definitely not long enough. All right, all right, buddy. And he like gives you just a little pat, like takes his finger and like pats you on the head. All right, buddy. We'll we'll use that rope along with some other rope because why. Uh, Oh, you're just, you're just the cutest little thing. 
my guess is they've got some uh, kitchen twine or something like that, you know, making pork chops or rat chops. You'd want to have that. All right, I, we're going to go, because I don't want this to get bad. Fare thee well, <laughs> goblins. So, yeah, so we walk off. Excellent. And now and, it's your role for it. Uh, I was going to say, Randy just pulls you aside and says, look, I'm real sorry about the, the rat stuff. I did not know. Had I known, it probably would have gone different. I have some dear friends that are rats, but uh, many of them are quite foul-tempered, and it's it's understandable that people people have to eat. You would not believe where cheese comes from. You're a real, you're a real, a real guy. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, it is the requirements of my order. All right, so I'm gonna roll on the table. I'm going to give one from 1 to 25. 13. Let's see what we got. Okay. We walk in. It is an empty... It is like a hall of mirrors. Okay. I'm going to reveal everything about this room at the end of it because of what happens. Okay. It is a hall of mirrors. We'll walk in. Sir Darian looks in a mirror and he sees himself. Randy looks in a different mirror and he sees himself. Then the two of them, like, walk around a little while, and, and there's just all of these Randys and Darians are back and forth. And it gets to a certain point where Darian starts looking in a mirror, and he can't tell if he's looking at Darian or Randy anymore. And the Randy's going through the same thing. <laughs> and finally, Darian turns around, and he sees Darian staring back at him, and he looks at his hand... And he's got a person's hand. Randy! Randy, what has happened here? I... I, I don't understand, but I... Well, hold on, my, my voice is all... My, my voice is all... Uh, hmm. Randy, Randy, You're, like... Hold, Randy, your voice sounds fine. Randy goes for his gun and he grabs a rapier. Why am I all for... Oh, oh damn. Did we get body swapped? I understand these sorceries. Such mm. things are expected in these lands. Dang it, we got a dang body swap. <laughs> it's a freaky Friday nonsense. Have you never been changed in such a way before? Uh, Surely upon your adventures in your steel steed, you would have found such things. You know, they, they, they got, uh, they got uh, legends of it back home, but uh, really nothing... Really, we just sort of call it a Freaky Friday situation. I've never been through one, but uh, supposedly, that's all the rage. A Friday of the Freaking. How strange. <laughs> thank, thank you, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we need to make a roll to get out of this. Yeah, I think it's going to, I think... Definitely a discern, uh, uh, defy danger. I think I'd like to make a discern reality first. Dis yeah, I think that's a good plan. So what is your wisdom? My wisdom is plus zero. I got an eight, so I'm gonna ask. So I'm gonna ask one. Okay. What should I be on the lookout for? Uh, you should be on the lookout for the center of the maze. Okay. Uh, if if you proceed out of the room without getting so like we take some time to like kind of circle around it. Eventually, we find a door and we step through the door and we're back in that room with the goblins. Uh, and we're not changed back. Okay. So, needless to say, we promptly move back in. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to need to find, like, a center of the maze, something that is powering the maze. Okay. 
That makes sense. So say plus one forward when act when looking for the center of the maze. So now I think we're going to make the five danger rolls. Great. Randy, if we split up, we shall find the middle of the maze more quickly, and then either of us can shout to the other. Sounds like a plan, my man. I go forth. Warthog, see we? <laughs> so what do we think this is? Is this intelligence or wisdom? Or something else? <laughs> <laughs> do we have each other's moves right now? I just came up with the stupidest idea. How high up do the walls go? Uh, I'll say room length, so it might be 10 feet. 20 okay. feet, like 15, 20 feet. 15 oh. feet is probably a good... Yeah. Oh, my friend, I have an idea. I shall lift you and throw you upward. If you can land on the thing and simply walk along, I'm sure you'll be able to find it in no time. Alright, let's do this! Woo! <laughs> uh, so, I think a defy danger... I'll, I'll make a defy danger to make sure I don't hurl you directly at a mirror. Okay. Do you think that's strength or dexterity? I'll call that dexterity. What is Randy's dexterity? Randy's dexterity is the 13, so you'll take a plus one. Okay, because I feel like that's definitely your dexterity, not my dexterity. Yeah. And I rolled a two. Fabulous. So what happens? <sighs> what happens, what happens, what happens? So what happens is Randy does like a... He like pitches him like a baseball star. <laughs> and... He's not used to having a body that's just yeah. like capable of throwing things. And Derry and Randy and Darian's body is like, I'm flying, woo! And you you watch him, you watch your own body like fly up to the to the mirror like to the mirrors, and just go through them. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it doesn't break. It's just open space, and you watch him just fly up, and then like fly back down, and you don't see Darian in the mirrors anymore. Randy. So. What has happened is we have become separated in this maze on, like, because what we've learned is that the mirrors don't operate the way mirrors work. Sometimes you can pass through them, sometimes you can't. To just further make the maze more difficult. Immediately, uh, Sir Darian and Randy's body uh, moves to the mirror and starts, like, putting his hands against it and isn't able to go through it. Yeah. I think if we're being honest, Sir Darian also probably gets hurt. Yeah, he probably takes some damage. I'm going to we'll go say... ahead and roll, and that'll be Sir Darian damage. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, I rolled a three. He does not have armor, so he takes three damage. Sounds, yeah. Your no, I don't think I have armor. Oh, do you have armor? I don't. I know that I don't. No, I, I, was, I, I wasn't sure if I... No, I do not have armor. So at this point, Sir Darian as Randall starts exploring through the maze, uh shouting out occasionally kind of Marco Polo style to let uh, Darian as Randall. Randall as Darian. No. I'm going to go ahead and roll a uh, Defy Dangers to avoid getting lost. Okay. And that's much more successful. That's an 11. Fabulous. Happens exactly. So 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 we know where, we know where one another are now because we've got this. We've got it back and forth. Randy, yeah. you start, you start, you yell... Randy yells back, and then Randy or Randy is Darian. Hold on, hold on. We gotta. I gotta. I know just how to make this work. I'm gonna yell Marco. You're gonna yell Polo. 
So, so, Marco! Randy. Cool, cool, that, that works. That'll do it. Very well. <laughs> so we start playing Marco Randy. It's very hard to hear Sir Darian's uh, lungs from this distance. <laughs> yeah, so we're just... <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think they get to the center then. Yeah, I think that at this point, I think that we, we navigate our way to the center. I think there's, I think there's a machine in the center, and it's like a magical device that is powering all of this. Perfect. So I think that the final challenge is, I think once we get to the center, yeah, I think we're in the center room, there's this machine that is like pulsating and sort of like flashing different lights in different spots that are sort of like right. managing this. Uh, so... Sir Darian approaches, Sir Randy <laughs> approaches the machine and starts looking at it and saying, I do not understand. Randy, come here. And he get, picks up Randy and sticks him down on top of the machine. Randy is Darian starts like walking along the seams of the machine, looking for like plates where he could climb inside and start hacking up wires. Take care with that body. It's the only one I've got. Yeah, well, you do the same thing, Buster. So I am going to... I'm going to spout lore on this. Okay. I also actually, as Darian, have Trap Expert and Tricks of the Trade. Oh, fabulous. That's perfect. I think so, there's a possibility that one of those is relevant. Yeah, yeah, we'll call this... Yeah, we'll call this uh, Trap Expert. Okay. This is a trap. And, like, and furthermore, it's a device that functions like a trap. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and roll using Darian's Dexterity. Okay. For Trap Expert. This is yeah. a bit confusing, so thank you, Taylor. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. I need to get new dice. Alright. I just rolled a 3 plus 2 is 5. Oh, are you aiding me? Yeah, I'll aid you. Yeah, I'm like crawling along in Darian's body. I'm like, like, wa like wandering, like, you know, walking along it. So, yeah. Oh, that won't make any difference. That will That's bring true. us from 5 to 6. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so what happens, um, the unfortunate truth that we, uh, the unwelcome truth that we reveal by, like, spending a minute fiddling with this is that especially when we're hindered by our bodies, by our body swap, we're not going to figure this out. Okay. Yeah. So, uh... Dar Randy is Darian, looks at Darian as Randy. Alright! And, like, hops on, hops in. Oh, gosh. So, Darian's wearing that, like, mechanic shirt, like that, um, that cert the, like, un work uniform shirt. Yeah. And it's got a little pocket in the chest. <laughs> and Darian hops in the pocket, and he's just sitting there. Oh. So, shall we forward and... We'll simply find another way. No, no, no. I got a, I got a second idea. Very well. And it's like take like three steps backward. I'm gonna cover my ears. One, two, three. Shoot it. Uh, so, uh, Darian takes out uh the 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 revolver and kind of shake uh is trying to find how to do it. All right. Let's take so a moment. Hold it in your hand. You see the yes. little you see the little lever where your finger is? Yes. Point it in the direction of the machine and then just squeeze your finger. 
And he does so. It's relatively easy to figure out, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's... it's not a car or a smartphone, which would be impossible for him to figure out. Oh, yeah. that's Those are magic. But this is, yes. a, this is a crossbow that fires really loudly. This is a crossbow. He's seen a crossbow. No one makes mouse-sized crossbows, but he's seen a crossbow. So go ahead and roll me... We'll say... A volley? Yeah, yeah, we'll call it that, and on a success, we'll have it, we'll just say you do, uh, you blow it up and we get our bodies back. All right, that is a success. Uh, Fabulous. Regardless of stats, I rolled an 11. Yeah, so you pull the trigger, and it, like, this device was clearly devi- designed to, like, trick adventurers. It was I, not designed to be shot by a gun. <laughs> I feel like this keep has was explicitly put together in order to teach the adventurers to care more about each other. Yes. Yes, it was. not doing that well. (laughs) Well, you know what they didn't plan on? What? Was a gun. (laughs) That's true. Uh, So, Sertarian... So now, this body swap is immediate, I imagine. Yeah, we just were right back. And the mirrors... The magical ones disappear... There's, yeah. like, a scattering of regular mirrors where funding ran out. Yeah. And there they oh, are. Oh, thank God, I'm back. Oh, man. Ah, it is good to be once again in a body that's able to move swiftly. No offense yes. intended, my dear friend. Hey, hey, listen. I'm happy to be back in my body, too, buddy. Uh, and so Sir Darian scampers out of the, uh, out of the pocket. And kind of, like, twists his body a little bit and said... You landed rather poorly when you were thrown. Nah, uh, y- yeah, I got thrown by- I got thrown a little harder than I thought. Very well, this is- this is not untrue. Uh. Alright, so, heading to the next door, what does the next door look like? The next door is carved in bone, like it's bone, and there's bone along the sides, and it's real- It's foreboding, but it's almost so foreboding that it stops being foreboding, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hold my friend. There is something amiss here. I'm going to use my trap expert to survey. Right. Make sure there's no cool. traps on this door. And that is a 12. Perfect. So I ho- hold three and spend them in order to ask questions. Okay. Uh, it, is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? I'm going to say there is not a trap here. Okay. But you know that there's the but like you've seen this sort of door before. Okay. You know that what it is is this door is designed to be so foreboding that you like that you approach it real cautiously and in fact there's a timer cuz what it is there's like a cow skull on top. Okay. Like with those like horns or like a goat skull like a horned one. And it's got these glowing red gemmed eyes. And it's looking at us. And you know that there's, like, a timer to, like, literally, you have to go through a door in a certain amount of time or else something happens. Okay. Um, so immediately, without hedging bets or anything like that, um, Sir Darian runs forward and starts pushing on the door. And says, quickly, quickly, Randy. It opens without any, like, hesitation or anything, because the the idea is that you're not supposed to, is that, like, if you open the door, it opens. Okay. The trap is that you don't want to open the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah. So he charges forward and the door opens up. Randy like strolls behind. Like I what? It 
I, I was it, uh, whatever. All right, what not? I'm not. It's not my place to judge. Stay not in the vision of the door. Uh, so this next one is actually from the blind people. Okay. Uh, there. So we enter. We open the door, and inside it is. It's small. It's a. It's a very small room. It's, uh, a basically a featureless dungeon cell. Okay. Um, let's say it's uh like seven or eight feet in either direction. Um, there's a torch on the opposite side, and there's just flickering shadows throughout the room. Um, it's dirty. It's dank. It smells terrible. There's a little bit of hay on the ground, and just like some splattered gunk that who knows what it is. Um, huh. It feels very much like a dungeon. But huh. apart from that, there... And the room is is not lit very well. The, the, the light just barely lights the corner that it's in. And that is where we are. Huh. I'm gonna sniff. I'm gonna sniff the gunk. Randy gets, Randy gets down on all fours. <laughs> And okay. is like up sniffing that gunk. So, and it probably doesn't like indicate anything, but he's just curious. He's a curious. He's a curious guy. Okay. Why don't you give me a discern realities roll? Okay. I got an eight. Okay. Um. So, uh, why don't so you can ask questions with discern realities? Do you have those moves pulled up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ask one. One question. Okay. What here is useful or valuable to me? Okay. Uh, there... Okay, I'm actually... I'm sorry, I had to read through the entire description for something. Sure. The gunk that you start to smell... Mm-hmm. ...is... Oh, this is, this is... This is a great room. I'm loving this room. Totally gonna use it for other things as well. Yes, okay. So, the gunk in the room has a slightly uh, citrus smell to it, and this doesn't seem... It, it has a citrus smell mixed in with some more horrific smells to it. Like, it, that just... There's a, there's a, just a hint of it. Uh, there... It, it... You want to eat it. Okay. But not in this form. Okay. So it can be made into, like, food or a potion or something. Something like that. I don't okay. want to give too many hints from this. Sure, sure, sure. But something related to the citrus gunk is useful or valuable. Okay. Interesting. So Randy is going to... What he's going to do? He's going to take out a bottle of Miller High Life. <laughs> the champagne of beers. Okay. He is going to drink it. Okay. Um, he is going to, so, and then once the bottle is empty, he is going to, like, scoop some of that gunk into a bottle, into the bottle. Okay, so, hold it before, for later. before you get there, you, you crack open your beer and you start to chug, chug, chug. There, and you want and, beer? And you start to hear just a piercing, horrible, ceaseless, screaming, keening sound. Uh, and this draws our attention immediately to the corner of the room from where it's coming. Uh, there's a tiny, there's a small creature over there, quite a bit larger than Serdarian, quite a bit smaller than Randy. Um, that's just curled up in this fetal position, 
its skin is yellow and it's got this big bulbous head uh and the skin has all these just like potholes in it there's no face or orifice of any kind on the head but it's just this large yellowed orb uh and it 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 turns when with the sounds of you and that's where the screaming is coming from even though there's no face okay so i'm going to ask a question yes go ahead because uh i'm going to call out the cliche okay the cliche yeah <laughs> cuz this is a thing that's cliche this well, is this... wonderfully creepy and amazing this is so cool and i love and one of the things i love about randy is that I, I know something about it. I learned it somewhere, and I have yeah. to figure out where. Because this yeah. thing is not a thing that, like, I can't just be like, yeah, I list, I've i read Tolkien. I'm going to give you another quick line from this. Okay. Um, cause, just because we didn't catch it right away, so I want to move forward in kind of its progression. Sure. The top of its head is starting to split open from the top. And the yellow skin is peeling off, revealing a much smaller head that's covered in these thin white veins. Uh, and its skin is kind of, it's a deeper orange underneath the yellow, uh, like, skin slash rind. Uh, but its face is just covered in these lines that are sticking to it. Huh. So... And its screams are getting louder. Okay, so I guess my, my question is, are the screams magical in some way or are they just screams like is it am i just hearing them or am i feeling something beyond that if that makes sense <laughs> you are the screams are natural okay the creature is not okay and you're hearing the screams and it's getting to a point that it is going to start to hurt like it's getting it just past jet engine nearby and it's moving towards a uh, rock concert on their final sure. song. And it just keeps going. It's getting louder and louder. So a creature of this size shouldn't be able to make this much noise. But the screaming itself is non-magical. Okay. Got it. I'm going to say, oh, you know how I know that? <laughs> Sir Darian has curled up in a circle. He's basically non-functional right now. His ears are are too sensitive to it. Okay, so this is about to start getting this, this yeah, this gets this gets real. I know I know cuz the other half of calling out the cliche, I ask you a question about it you, and and then I tell you what pop culture source I learned that answer from. Okay, great. I learned like I know kind of how the screaming works. Because okay. this is a, this for whatever reason is a thing that I drew on a notebook when I was a, <laughs> like, teenager. Awesome. And I'm, like, freaking out about that. Yeah. I... If, if my friend is, like, non-functional... He's just, like, whining and chittering quietly. I am going to scoop him up, put him in the pocket. Okay. I am going to turn back... And spending my last of my three ammo until I have time to, like, recoup and reload. Yeah. I am going to take a shot at this guy. This All thing. right. 
Give me a roll. So I'm going to make a volley. I add the messy and loud tags to my volley move. Great, loud. Roll plus dexterity. I get a seven. Okay. So let me see exactly what happens. Okay, yeah. So what happens is I... Okay, so I have to choose between either moving to get the shot to get placed in danger... Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have to move to take the shot because I have to move to scoop up Darian and put him in my pocket. Okay. So I have to like tuck and roll, take the shot, and then what I'm going to add to that for my my gun is that whatever this is, uh, I take it takes or I take plus two forward against it. Okay. Um. In like whatever whatever I have to do to evade it, I take plus forward or I take forward against it. Okay, in that case, we each take three damage three of damage. unblockable Sonic. Okay. Uh, because the the time spent to pick up Darien is, uh, like, you know, it slows you down. It means right. you're with it much longer. Um, and then you raise the gun and you fire at the creature and it just, the entire body just splatters. Okay. Um, and there is... Uh, orange goop now all over the walls. Uh, and, uh, that orange goop, uh, smells really, really good. Huh. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scoop up some goop into that bottle. Okay. And we're gonna get out of here. (laughs) Okay. At this point, uh, the goop that was just, like, along the walls when we came in. Right. Uh, seems not great. The goop that just exploded out seems 100% good to go. Your body wants it. Then I am going to scoop it, fill the bottle with it. So I've got a bottle of goop. Okay. And then I'm going to, like, just take a few fingers and put it in my mouth and see what happens. Okay. Um, it tastes great. And, uh, if you consume a little bit more of it, uh, it's citrus juices may be drunk to heal D6 damage. Well, then, yeah, then I'm definitely just going to jug this bottle of goop that I got. Yeah, uh, and do you grab a little bit for Darian as well, or... Yeah, 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 I like, I like, this is, this is adorable. All of this, because now <laughs> has to, like, feed him, like, bottle feed him from this old bottle of highlight, like, a little, like, mouth si- a mouse-sized amount of this goop. Yeah, so, so both of us can roll a d6 All right. and heal that amount. One. I got three. I got three. Okay, good. Uh, that is a weird room. Uh, thank you so much, uh, the that blind was people. Super cool. I like that, that. That was very OSR. Oh, I love that was real neat. Getting some of those things. Uh, I love all the different things Dungeon World can do. It's and, so good. And, and I need to avoid gushing too much about it because heck, gushing. Um, <laughs> because otherwise this will just turn into a stop back and roll of me just ranting about loving Dungeon World. <laughs> uh no, I I completely I completely agree. Okay, so we head back into the mirror room. Uh and luckily we more or less handled the mirror room. I imagine it's still busted up. Yeah, we can pass through that one easily. Yeah. So I would like to what I would like to do. How are we on time and stuff? Like, I think we're just at an hour we're an hour ten, so whatever the next room is is probably the big finale room. Okay, great. So do we want to roll on the table one more time, or do we want to just come up with the big finale room ourselves? Why don't we roll on the table, and okay. if it seems like it would be good for a big finale room, 
Cool. We'll make it the big finale room. Cool. And if not, then we'll just swap switch out to the next one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, I I'll go ahead and roll that. So one twenty four. Let's see what we got. So this is from Neveron. Does it seem epic enough for our final? Um, we can always, at the it, end, we can thank everybody who gave us rooms. Oh, yeah, and I was definitely just going to release this out on the in the show notes. There's like the spreadsheet so good. with everything. There's, such there's so good many ones. good ones. Yeah. But some of them just might not be a set-piece final the way we would maybe want to grab. Well, okay, so... Um, so this one, I'm going to say... I don't think this one is the right one for the finale, but right above it, okay. Zach from Teens with Tude has submitted one that I think is going to be really cool for a finale, especially because I think because we already kind of we talked about this beforehand. We already kind of have the like what the end goal is in mind. Yeah. So yeah, this room from Zach, uh, this is going to be perfect. Great. Which, I will say, Neveron's ten-foot room with orc and treasure chest is beautiful, and when I release the thing, you should absolutely read it, because I love it. But, like, it just it's a very mid-dungeon mid room, and this one here is a finale room. Oh, so, that room is so good. It's so good. So we walk oh, in. Oh, that's amazing. We walk in. It's a windowless room. At the very end of it, we see... The thing that we've come here for, which is a portal. This has to be what the wizard was talking about. The Randy, Alduin was right. There's a portal. We're going to get you home. God dang. All right. And I like, if I make it, if I start to go through this portal, I'm going to give you my beer. You bring that to the wizard because he, uh, he has earned that extra beer. Of course, Randy. It's so this... It shall be a shame to see you go, but I am glad you will be among your people once again. I, I feel you, buddy. You've been too good to me in this time. So, this long windowless room. We look, we start to look around. The walls and ceiling are covered in a writhing, glowing mass. That as we start to like look closer, there are thousands of glowing insects that are lighting this room. Cool. The door, the, the portal is on the opposite side of the room. There's a pit in the middle of the room around a, and a 20 foot ledge around the room. So there's a large central pit. There's a, essentially a catwalk or a walkway about 20 feet long on either side. Okay. Scattered across these, these, these ledges are, but like, they are old. So, like, parts of them, chunks of them have fallen through. There are pits along the way. Oof. So, as we're talking, we're having this really beautiful heart-to-heart. We're resolving this bond of... We're resolving a bond. <laughs> the room goes dark. Ooh. Randy? Hold. The room goes dark again. You stop talking. The room goes light again. Randy? Dark. Light. I feel I have discovered Dark. Light. This room is being lit by the very... Dark. (laughs) Now it's light again. As long as he's talking. It's it's dark dark as long as you're talking, because I'm not going to keep this fucking Laurel and Hardy bit going. 
for Abbott and Costello. Uh, so, uh, Sir Darian is standing very still and looking around at the bugs. Uh, and I'm I'm actually going to roll a discern realities. He's like okay. very. He wants to see if the bugs appear to have moved during any of these silences. Sure. And that's a twelve. You get three questions. Three questions. Great. I've been rolling. I've been rolling bomb today, except for when I've been rolling ones <laughs> and twos. <laughs> no, there's been no middle ground. It's been no all. It's been extremes. Yeah. Okay. Who's really in control here? So you, that the bugs aren't moving. The okay. bugs are both. So. The bugs aren't moving, but, like, at, whenever you speak or make, like, a particularly loud noise, like, you see them just turn off. Okay. So, the the answer to that is both of you, because the bugs are clearly hiding. Yes. By going dark. Okay. So, it's, you have the power to shut them off, but they go dark, and the room goes dark. There's no light in this room. Beyond maybe a faint blue glow from this portal at the end of the tunnel. What here is not what it appears to be. Fuck. Did I just figure out the room by asking that question? No, no, I'm just, it's it's occurred to me now. That means that you asking that question means that the the portal means, spoiler alert, the, something has to be up with the portal. Oh, we're definitely going to a different world. Yeah, that's definitely what's happening. But all you can tell, like, okay, so what actually happens is not, what is not what appears to be the portal. It is not a portal to any one place. We're both looking... Randy is looking at it for a while. And he sees his world. He sees Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Okay. But then he sees the Wild West. Then okay. he sees, like, a cyberpunk future. Then he sees this... And it's, like, it's like glo- flipping between different places and times. And And then he sees a thing that says... If we do a follow-up to this episode, the people will be allowed to vote to determine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's it says that for, it doesn't say that for a second. He sees the party of one logo, and it says <laughs> sequel. <laughs> so yeah, that's what he sees. That's what's, not what, that's what's not what it appears to be. Perfect. I'm going to hold my third question. Okay. Uh, so we have to navigate these ledges with these pits but be quiet enough that we don't turn off the lights that we can't tell who that we can't tell that if it goes dark we're not going to be able to see the pits so we have to be quiet enough that we don't shut the lights off but we still have to like jump Ugh. over these pits and things oh man randy let me take this rope and he takes out the silk uh spool and uh hands it up to you okay as he ties the other end to his belt. Okay. That we that we don't get separated. In the dark or otherwise. I... Alright, yes, we tie ourselves together. I'd like to make a roll. Okay. And I'm going to cheat a little bit and say what I want the result to be. Because I'm a sucker for a happy ending. <laughs> so you can tell me if it's, if it's a discern... No, it's going to be a discern realities. I want a seven or better. And I'm going to, if it's all right with you, if I roll at least a seven or better, I'm going to answer my own question. Okay. I got a, okay, so what I'm going to say, if you can assist me in this, that would be helpful, because I got a six. Okay. So roll me that plus, plus 
one. No, plus three, because between the two of us, we have three bonds with each other. Is that how that works? I thought so. Or is it just how many bonds you have? No, it's, yeah, so it's plus one. I think it's just how many bonds I have to you. So it's plus one. I have bad news, buddy. (laughs) Ah, okay. So So what goes wrong, what goes wrong as I am looking in pits, trying to see (sighs) if, trying to see if that goblin has fallen in a pit? (laughs) So you're, you're looking down into the pit? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and... You can see that the goblin is down there. Okay. It looks as though it's been there for a while. Um, it looks tired and, like, nearly starved. It looks uh, almost skeletal. It's been there for quite a while and it hasn't had any food. Except for a couple of bugs that it's caught during the time when the bugs have moved. Uh, and as you are looking down, you fall. Oh no! And uh, Darian is still tied to you. So you fall down into the pit and land hard, and Darian lands on top of you, and this pit is, let's say, 20 feet down. Yeah. So that hurt a lot, and you hear a rumbling in the room. Okay, so we gotta get back up. So first off, let's roll damage for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking a D8, because we're in good. the last room. Let's make it. Let's make things scary. D8's good. Uh, I just rolled up a seven. two. Oh, you rolled That's a seven. Seven. <laughs> okay. We should probably roll in our own damage. So seven it is. Okay. What, what does that put you at? Are you still six. up and running? I'm at six. I'm at six. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, so there is a squeak, a probably a shout, and the room is in darkness as we fall, and then we land. Mm-hmm. And there's a rumbling. And there's a rumbling. Okay. Um. Randy very quietly approach like comes up to the goblin and starts like talking like telling like explaining like hey we met your friends back there like we're gonna get you out okay we're gonna help you out get, get me out you're going to get me out and I got an eleven or twelve I got a twelve okay so they will remember my kindness and pay it back when we call upon them later and I'm gonna call nice. upon I'm gonna call upon her that we're all that. That we're gonna, that as I am the tallest, we're gonna boost me out, I'm gonna, like, reach down, grab her, and then we're gonna daisy chain to pull up, to pull up (laughs) Darian. Darian is gonna be easy to get out, I imagine? That's true. Okay, so yeah. Randy's gonna be tough to get out. That's true. So we're gonna get out the goblin first. Okay. We're gonna hold her up, and then she's just gonna jump. And I'm going to jump at the same time. I think that's going to take a dexterity check out of you. Okay. Because we can toss me up. That's I don't even know if there's a roll associated with throwing a mouse. You're going to be in my pocket. I'm just going to climb my way out. Okay. Okay, so dexterity roll. Go ahead. I got an eight. So okay. she gets out, but what goes wrong? What goes wrong is uh, from the walls. So the walls are closed off. Um, and there's, there's all sorts of sounds while we're getting her up there. And from the walls begin to come these shapes that are still covered in the bugs, and they're starting to lurch forward slowly. They look like human skeletons. Okay. That are just covered in these glow bugs. And they are moving towards Smerang, who is definitely too weak after a couple of weeks without food to be fighting them off. We need to get we need to get our 
our party out quickly. Okay. Yeah. So. But Smarang is is reaching down to to grab hold of your hand. And I am going to. What I'm going to do first is say, "Tricks of the trade," or yeah, it's a living. And I'm going to roll plus wisdom to say, uh, akin to my lock breaking skills earlier, I used to do some some semi illegal things. So I know how to scale a wall. Great. And I got a seven. So choose okay. difficult, dangerous, suspicious, controversial, costly, or embarrassing. It is costly and dangerous. Okay. Okay, I know how it is costly. And dangerous. Okay. okay. I have to use... We, as we're climbing, shapes are coming out of the walls that we're climbing. And it yeah. is costly and dangerous because I have to be shooting these shapes using every bullet I have left. So my gun is worthless. Oh, man, yes. So I have lost... So that is how it is costly and dangerous, and that I have had to... And we'll call that... Can we, can, I feel like that's... Do we want to roll for that, or can we just say that that's a success? I think that's a success. And I lose my Earth stuff. Yeah. Um. So we are rolled out onto the platform. And yep. how far away is the portal from us? About maybe 60 feet, but there's a drop right there in the middle, and the lights are, like, real flickering right now, because everybody's making noise. Yeah, there's these skeletons are coming out. Oh, so we've got that great effect from, like, the Dark Knight and stuff, where the lights are going back and forth yep, and you can see the yep. fighting. And we're gonna have to definitely go through at least a couple of skeletons yep. to get there. So it's gonna be a big divide danger. Yeah, uh, and Sir Darian is pulling out his blade, and uh, he's hopped out of your pocket at this point, and is, he's stuck to you from the silk rope, from the uh, silk thread. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's kind of, like, t- keeping up the rear. Or, do we have to go through skeletons, or are they coming from behind us? They're coming from behind us, so we're just running. Okay, so yeah, so we're running, and uh, Sir Darian is ready to, to take up the rear if he needs to. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll. I have Dance of Blades. Okay. Which, I just rolled a, uh, a nine. Okay. So I hold two in order to use maneuvers later on. Okay. So that'll that'll potentially be helpful if we need to. Yeah. So it's us. I'm going to say the goblin is running the other direction and she's out. She's gone. Okay, yeah. She's, she's out there. She's out. And she shouldn't have too much trouble finding the rest of the goblins, honestly. No, yeah, because they're, hang- they're hanging out in one place. Yeah. So they'll, yeah. She's, so we succeeded there. That was a success. Yeah. Well, let's, let's write that down right now just in case things go poorly. <laughs> Successful adventure. So Randy... Is gonna do a running jump. Oh man! The biggest running jump he can, just to clear this pit. Yeah. Just try to like memorize where it is and just bolt. Okay. And he got an eight. Okay. So, so he's he's running, and uh, at this point, uh, Sir Darian is being kind of like dragged on the ground because his legs aren't that long. Uh, but he makes the jump. And he lands successfully on the ground, and in that moment, there's a skeleton right there on top of him. Um, okay. Sir Darian darts forward, and I'm going to spend one of my maneuvers okay. to uh, create an advantage that me or an ally can take forward for exploiting it. Okay. So, uh, Sir Darian kind of darts forward and starts, like, stabbing around at the ankles, and the skeleton is, is like, falling a little bit, but it's lurching right towards Randy. 
Okay. What do we I do? Don't have any, I don't have a gun left. Do you want to try to fight it, or do you want to run for the portal? Either way, you'll get a plus one. I, I'm going to run for the portal, right? Like, that's what I got to do, Sounds right? Sounds good to me. Do it. Yeah, I'm going to run for the portal. All right. So plus one. Defy danger, plus dexterity, plus one. Eight, I got a nine. So if you can help me here. L- yeah, let me, can... let me try to help. That is a success. That is a ten. We did it. We did it. So you go charging for the portal. Uh, but I think we didn't discuss getting Darien off. Nope, Darien's going through that portal. <laughs> so Darien's going through that portal, too. He's just being, like, dragged backwards, swinging his blade, shouting, Have at thee, you fiends! I'll take you all at once at the same time! Ah, here, come on! Uh, but Randall's running. Randy's Randy's running. running. He's running. Well, Ed, so- actually... I'm gonna put it in your hands. Like, we get right in front of the portal. Yeah. There's an oppor- you have one hold left. Yeah. So you can decide. You can spend that hold. I could- I could disengage from melee. You can disengage from melee with Randy, like cutting that- cutting that twine. Yeah. If you want to. I don't think that Sir Darian would survive this encounter. Okay. Um, then yeah. Just one-on-one- a- like, one on six? Like, there's no chance. So I think Randy stops. He stops at the portal, and the skeletons are gathering, and he, he pops down. He actually picks up Darian and picks him up. Buddy, you gotta make a choice right now. I don't wanna- I don't want you to have to go through what I went through, but... I- I gotta go, man. Uh, Sir Darian clasps Randy's thumb and says, Onward to the next adventure, my friend. We go through the portal. You're just a you're you're a guy, and he jumps through the portal, and that's game. And that's game. Oh man, that was so much fun. <laughs> that worked real. That worked really well. I really felt like that 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 played well. That played really well. I'm I'm a little surprised. I was I was worried we were going to get stuck with just the two players, but having these wonderful rooms written up just spurred us on. That was fantastic. Oh, was thank fan- you so I- much, Jeff. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that submitted a room. Like those were all good. And like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the whole spreadsheet out so you can read it. Take some time. There's so many good ones in there. It's fantastic. Yeah. Ugh. I Brandon, do. Do we want to read off the names yeah, of everyone absolutely. who posted stuff? Do you want to yeah, do absolutely. that in your future you, or do you want us to both read off? We can do it right now. Sounds good. Thank you to Taylor Lavresh. Fledge Rumrots. Which is absolutely nothing spelled backwards. Oh! Uh, thank you to Tommy Two Hands. To Melding Quixote. To James and, at And The Meltdowns. That's my buddy from Stop, Back, and Roll. More Taylor. <laughs> thank you to somebody that didn't list the name, and I feel bad now. It, it, that may have been Taylor, because there was like, Taylor gave oh, us so right. many rooms. That's right, and he said one of them cut off, so that's prob- that might be Taylor's. Oh, that's probably it. Uh, t- thank you to David. To Rob Abrazado, who chose he's at Rob Abrazado is at Flatverm. Thank you to Greg Millar at Cadaver Queen. Thank you to Inquisitor. Thank you to at SSJ Speed Racer. And the blind people. Thanks, Reynolds. Thank you, that D and D podcast. Oh, that D and D podcast. I love them. Thank you to Zach at Teens with Tude. Thank you, Omnipotent Bagel. Thank you, Neveron. I'm sorry we didn't get to use your room. It's really fun. It's a great room. I would love to play that room, but it just it, it isn't a finale room. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Eric, at Eric Vulgaris Levandusky. Thanks, Eric. 
Thank you to Iron Knuckles Ghost. And is, that's everybody, right? That's everybody. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm so... These are so good. This and was... Brandon, thank you for coming on the show and doing this. Oh, thank you, Jeff. This was such a great time. I've been wanting oh. to... Play, ever since we played Masks, I've been wanting to get at the table with you again. Oh, absolutely. I This was so much fun. Real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find your work online? Uh, people can find me at uh, Stop, Hack, and Roll on Twitter. That's where I'm always... I always am there with my podcast... Uh, they can find the podcast, Stop, Pack, and Roll. I personally am at Dr. Captain Cobalt. Uh, we have a website that James always makes fun of me for introducing as <laughs> www.stophackandroll.com. Uh, and those are probably the main ways to, to find me online. Awesome. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. This has been amazing. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Thank you so much, past and future Jeff. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks to Brandon for coming on the show. That was really, really good. Be sure to check out Stop, Hack, and Roll. I think that it's a fascinating show with a lot of really interesting discussion about game design and hacking and modding games. And I think that you'll really appreciate it. I was on last week's episode in which we talked about two-player, one-player, and zero-player games. And I think that we had a really good discussion. I think Brandon and James have a great chemistry. I think their show is wonderful, and I think you should check it out. A link to the show can be found in the show notes. Also, be sure to check out The Visitor, The Mouse Warrior, and The Dungeon Rooms spreadsheet, all of which can be found in the show notes. A ton of cool gun Dungeon World stuff out there this week. I think you're going to enjoy all of it. Thanks to everybody who submitted a room. They are all so cool, and I'm my, my biggest regret was that we did not get to use all 27 of them. There's some amazing ones in there that you should absolutely take the time to check out. A link to that can be found in the show notes. You can follow Brandon at Dr. Captain Cobalt on Twitter. That's Dr. Captain Cobalt. You can follow Stop Hack and Roll at Stop Hack and Roll. And if you want to follow this show on Twitter, you can do so at Party of One Pod. You can also like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Party of One Podcast. And if you love the show, consider telling a friend iTunes reviews, social media shoutouts, and word-of-mouth recommendations are tremendously helpful in helping the show grow and do bigger and better things. Speaking of bigger and better things, you know October's our one-year anniversary? October 25th. That's huge. This has been around for a year now. Anyway, I'm not going to get too sentimental yet, but I got big plans for the month of October. Get ready. It's going to be a heck of a month. Party of One is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. This episode edited by Jeff Stormer. All music for the show comes with the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran featuring the D&D Sluggers. Until next time, party people. Thanks for listening, and party on! <laughs>